This is Causing Friction. This is the podcast where we get a little uncomfortable, a little awkward on our journey of healing through mindfulness and becoming self-aware. Welcome back to the podcast. How are all of you wonderful humans doing today? I woke up very refreshed this morning and I I feel like despite my crazy dreams, (laughs) I slept pretty well. Is anyone else super into reading about the meaning of their dreams when they wake up? Or maybe like what their subconscious is trying to tell them through their dreams? I find it so incredibly fascinating. I always remember my mom when we were kids having this dream book. And we would wake up the next morning all excited to go and tell her about what our dreams were so we could look it up and figure out what our subconscious mind was trying to tell us. It's such a silly memory, but it's probably something I hold on to a lot more than I would expect because clearly I'm still doing it as an adult and I find it fascinating. Anyways, off topic, let's get back into it. Today's episode is all about checking on your strong friend and the whole concept of checking in on your strong friend, it just means We all have those people in our lives that always seem to be okay, no matter what life throws at them. And they tend to be the people who go through the most. They're the people who always empathize with us, who always listen when you really need somebody. And they'll always hold space for how you are feeling or whatever you are going through. These kinds of people always seem to make you laugh and cheer you up just at the exact moment that you need the most. And these kinds of people stay nice. They stay kind and gentle, even though they should have turned cold, and they never seem to ask others for much. They are proactive, productive people, and they're in our lives in such a way where we are constantly viewing them as these superhumans. They always have a couple different projects on the go, and they always have something so exciting in their lives. But the reality is that these kinds of people are suffering as well. They might not vocalize it all the time or be open to discussing what exactly they're going through personally, but they're human too. And the reason that they constantly seem to be okay is partially because of resilience, but also because of their ability to repress emotions. And while this strength looks like a quality we admire, This podcast is to help shed some light on the possibility of high-functioning anxiety and depression and how that looks to outsiders versus how it feels for those who are experiencing it. Those with either of these high-functioning disorders usually just seem fine. And I'm saying fine very loosely because if you've been diagnosed with either of these, you know you aren't fine. But people just always assume you are. They assume you're just okay. And this isn't to shame people for assuming everyone is happy and positive and fine all the time because we know that being a human being, that's not true. We have emotions, we have up and downs. But those diagnosed with anxiety or depression that is specifically high functioning are the ones who can still get out of bed, who can still perform their daily tasks they excel in school or at their job, tend to keep up on their responsibilities. 
So those are the people that I also described to you earlier. They're the strong ones, the resilient ones, the ones who can get through anything and still not turn bitter and really seem to have the most love to give. Those with high functioning disorders also tend to feel extremely guilty for being sad because they do still have a job or they perform really well or they have a great friend group, great relationships. But what people may need a little reminder to is that just because someone is depressed, it doesn't mean that they aren't grateful for everything that they have in front of them. If anything, it just means that they feel even worse for being sad or upset because from the outside, they do seem like they have a great, normal, functioning, or healthy life. There are many tendencies of those with high-functioning anxiety or depression that give the illusion that things are good. The most common being staying busy or being productive. When someone is constantly on the go, they ram their schedule back to back and they just can't seem to sit still. Usually this is because the thought of being calm or quiet, alone with their thoughts, it's just too much. Or they have a thousand things on their to-do list, but taking care of themselves from an emotional level is just nowhere to be seen. It's kind of like the art of distraction. How many times have you gotten bad news or something unsettling has happened and you don't really know what to do with yourself except stay busy? Some people do this commonly with cleaning as a form of releasing anger or going to the gym is a really big one as well. It's really just doing anything that they have deemed productive as a counterbalance to a situation to gain control. You know, I think one of the most common ones that I do, which is silly and hilarious, I think, but I get into this power cleaning mode if I am distraught or confused. And it's almost like my brain starts to think, oh, well, maybe if I scrub this sink really hard, it'll take away from some of my bad emotions. And it does make sense in a way to attempt to release dopamine from gaining pleasure from achieving a task or a goal. However, this can also be very destructive behavior for those with high-functioning anxiety or depression because it no longer will work as a release. They can't just scrub a sink for 10 minutes and then feel better. They all of a sudden will go to the extreme and start washing the walls and scrubbing the baseboards with a toothbrush to try to get a form of dopamine to pop up. And it sounds a bit extreme, I understand, but I think you understand what I'm getting at. They create a busy lifestyle. So their baseline for productivity is even higher than normal. They need to be doing a thousand different things daily to feel fulfilled. Otherwise, their brains will deem their entire day as a failure. And you know that saying, the bigger they are, the harder they'll fall? Think of that in terms of someone who is high functioning. They're go, 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 go every single day, lots to do, lots to stay on top of. So their plate is essentially getting bigger and bigger and bigger, or their list is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And when they're so used to accomplishing so much just all the time, that fall, that fall is hard because to everyone else, they function fine. They seem normal. 
And when they feel like maybe that is taken away from them, it's extremely difficult for them to process because it can feel like the end of the world for them. The vulnerability that comes with admitting when something is wrong isn't easy for anybody. It doesn't matter if you have a high-functioning disorder or not. Being human and admitting when something is wrong is just difficult. So because those with high-functioning also tend to repress and put off those feelings when they do fall, it kind of just gets stored away for a rainy day. And sometimes they'll trip up and maybe show real emotion and be like, oh no, I'm acting like a normal human. I get sad too. And then get this feeling of needing to retreat back to acting fine and normal. And this is partially why they always seem to bounce back quickly from crazy or dramatic events that happen in their lives. Kind of like the concept of, I don't have time to be sad. I have things to do. And the reason that I want to shed some light on this is because there are two sides to why the situation isn't getting any better. And first, I want to say that I understand that those with high functioning are so tired of their go, go, go lifestyle and the normal facade that they put up because I am one. I am that person that likes to stay busy as a form of distraction from a lot of their emotions. And I say that I like to stay busy, but that obviously isn't 100% true. I was only ever really jam-packing my schedule or my to-do list because I thought that I liked it and that is what I enjoyed. But through this thought work and the entire self-development process, I've really come to terms with the fact that I'm actually a much lazier, calm person. And it's really hard for me to admit that. I like the calm. I like being alone. I like just being able to put my feet up and relax. We all do. So the first side I want to go through is that of those who suffer from a high-functioning mental illness or any mental health-related disorder. So us with high-functioning anxiety or depression, I want you to take a second to really think about is every little thing, every little task that you are doing, is it actually fulfilling or is it just time-filling? And I don't mean things that you have to do on a regular basis, like dishes and brushing your teeth. If you're someone who crowds your schedule, it could be filling it, helping other people and constantly looking for things to change, anxiously over planning for things that maybe don't even exist or aren't put into motion yet. So I'm going to say that again before I break it down. Is everything you are doing actually fulfilling? Or is it just time filling? What this is trying to get your brain to do is get you to put back into perspective. Are you getting joy out of your crazy schedule, your long to-do list? Or are you exhausted, both physically, mentally, emotionally, because you just don't want to deal with what is really going on under the surface? It is really hard to come to terms with Understanding that we stay busy and go, go, go to repress emotions, thoughts, feelings, sometimes to even exhaust our bodies physically so we aren't giving it the time it needs to heal or feel. Going through this process 
you already know that there's going to be things you don't want to face. Slowing down or eliminating action items in your day-to-day will probably make you feel like a failure many, many times. Because again, you have changed your productivity baseline. And you probably did that a very long time ago. And undoing something from a long time ago, we all know it isn't easy and it isn't pretty. And I get that. But the whole purpose of a self-development journey is to cause discomfort. Just to get you sick of your own excuses so you can actually heal and move forward and live a little bit lighter. So when I originally said that there are two sides to this, since we covered the first side, the other side I want to discuss is that of society. As I have mentioned, those who suffer from high-functioning illnesses just seem normal because they do their tasks, they're overachievers, they get stuff done. But what we aren't taught as a society is how hard that actually is for them. They don't appear how you would think a depressed person would look. And you can't see my air quotes, but I'm doing them pretty aggressively beside my microphone. But what we need to do as a collective is shift society's view on this. Yes, these people are positive. They're always there for you. They function. They don't necessarily fit the stereotype for what has been built up around depression or anxiety. And they just seem okay. We assume they are okay. So as a society, we discredit happy people as not having problems, as not ever struggling. Their life seems so great. They seem busy. They have friends, a boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, a whole family, a job. They have their life together. They wouldn't be depressed or anxious. They have it all. So this is the other side of a very large problem. We literally forget that depression or anxiety or any of those disorders don't always have physical attributes that come along with it. And we forget that it's a spectrum. Sometimes saying these things out loud, it sounds obvious. You're talking about a brain-related disorder or illness, but it is easily forgotten time and time again, and people are just expected to act normal. Just act like you did yesterday or the day before that. You can have one sad day, but past that, what's wrong with you? This isn't you. You're always so productive. You're always so busy. You're always so positive. This kind of mentality is what pushes those with high-functioning disorders past their limits because they're not given the same rest time as others. They're expected to bounce back quicker and quicker every single time because they've become resilient through years of remaining silent or acting normal. So what this podcast is trying to shift is the mindset that happy people or what we perceive a happy person to be, those people don't have problems and can't be depressed or anxious. This is just to put back into perspective that we don't always know what people are going through and we just need to be kind and have compassion and check in on those people who don't always vocalize how they are feeling or if they're struggling. So check in on your strong friend. Check on that person who always seems positive, who always has a busy schedule. I promise that they will thank you 
and it will start an important conversation that I encourage you to have. So that is all I have for this week.